There's an election express this week. We're checking in with the Indian communities of Australia. And we're not the first. Politicians are wooing the Indian vote here as the community is one of the largest growing diasporas in the country. A recent poll conducted by the Indian Link newspaper has found that the community is very evenly divided between support for the two main parties and there's some support for the Greens too. Indian Link is an independently owned newspaper that's been published since 1994. It's now a national paper and website. The publisher and editor and man whom I really don't know how he sleeps is Parwan Luthra. (laughs) Hello, Parwan. Good to have you back. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, you really did completely wow us last time at Election Express with with just (laughs) your scope. Now, you have polled your readers about the issues that matter to them and who they'd vote for. Let's talk them through. I see you've asked readers about whether the two years of closed borders in particular will influence their voting intentions. Now, what did you find? We did, we did. In fact, uh, the poll uh, uh, was not only about who they want to vote for, but we also had two community-specific issues which we raised. One was uh, the big decision taken by the Morrison government almost about a year ago when they had a temporary ban on travellers returning from India. And our question was, uh, did did this leave a more positive uh, views of the government Mm -hmm. or had no impact or more negative impact? And we found that uh, uh, though 44% of the people said it made no impact, there were 31% of the people who decided they would not vote for the government because they felt very abandoned and hurt by being left uh, by the Australian government in India when they closed down the borders. So That was uh, 31, have, 31%, 31% mm, right. of the people we polled. We had about 1,100 uh, responses to a poll over five days. And uh, we found that this was extraordinary, that even a year down the track, this was continuing to rankle in the minds and hearts of the Indian-Australian community. And they associated that very definitely with the Morrison, the coalition government, did they? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, So that was a bit hurtful to them. But on the flip side, the other uh, community-specific question which we asked uh, Geraldine was, uh, has uh, the Prime Minister's uh, frequent curry nights on social media influence your vote in any way. So as you know, our Prime Minister loves to put photographs of himself uh, making curries. <laughs> yes. On social media. So the question is that how does the community react to all those photographs of chicken korma and chicken chetinans and uh, all the lovely food uh, photos which he puts on, on his website? So, uh, and we found that... Uh, three times the number of people are unlikely to vote for him because of his uh, extraordinary appearances on Masala Chef. Okay. So tone matters, in other words. Exactly. Um, So we found that uh, 23% of the people polled said they're now less likely to vote for Morrison, whereas about 70% said they had no impact. But there were about 23% who felt uh, that uh, while... The curry nights is a good idea, but is he really auditioning for uh, a masala chef version of Master Chef? 
Okay. It's just very interesting, isn't it, these things that come into election campaigns these days. Um, what else is a concern to voters from an Indian background who um, who can now vote? I mean, you know, obviously they've got to be citizens to vote, don't they? Is it is it dependent on where they live or are the issues broader, like the community or climate change policies or housing policies, which we discussed today and which a lot of listeners have come back uh, on? So is this driving um, Indian Australian thoughts, do you think? Well, one thing which we did find out was the community doesn't vote as one block. There's such a diversity of views, and that's why when the results came through as to which party would they like to vote for should the election be held today, it's dead even. In fact, between the ALP and the coalition, it's exactly 43% each, whereas the Greens have crept up from a last poll, which we did at the last election. Mm. They're at seven and a half. And this seems to be an increasing uh, desire to vote for the independents, which is about six and a half percent. So we find that the diversity of views which the Indian Australian voters are showing is absolutely fantastic because that means the community cannot be taken for granted. Um, uh, the Indian Australian community is very politically aware and they bring that back from uh, the country of birth, which is India. You would have definitely seen the huge rallies which take place over there. So people do invest uh, in politics and they're pretty much involved in the different issues. So what we found was that uh, though, and I'll come to the question about the, about the various topics, uh, but what we found interesting was that uh, uh, while the uh, uh, while the uh, voting was pretty much even between uh, the parties, and even it's like 50-50 between a better prime minister vote. So 50% believes Scott Morrison will make a better prime minister and a similar amount for Anthony Albanese. But what we found interesting was that all policies put forward by the ALP have been better accepted by the community. So ALP has come in, the Labour Party has come in stronger on immigration policies, uh, addressing cost of living pressure issues and, uh, uh, you know, who would be better for uh, promoting India-Australian relationships. So the ALP has come out quite strong over there. And in spite of that, we find that uh, 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 both Albanese and uh, Morrison are... uh, Neck, and uh, neck. neck to neck. So mm. we feel that perhaps there has to be a better uh, presentation of the ALP leadership to the Indian Australian community so that they can be a bit of an edge to reflect what we're seeing in, in the different uh, uh, policies. Yeah, and well, Geraldine, that, go on. Mm-hmm. No, please go ahead. Well, I just wondered about different age groups within within the uh, Indian Aust- uh, Australian community. You know, uh, people because people would have been arriving from Modi's India, and I would have thought that was more sort of entrepreneurially based by comparison, maybe with earlier arrivals. But maybe I'm wrong. No, no, you're very much correct. In fact, uh, the average age of the new migrant is about 35. And they come with families and very much involved in politics from the Modi part of India. But then uh, what we have found is that our respondents, uh, a large number of them, uh, we, we, we had uh, uh, the respondents from uh, the two age groups, 65 plus and 35 to 44. So we had 23% uh, of the respondents in the 35 to 44 age group and 65% over 65. So we, we kind of went... Uh, uh, across uh, both uh, the age demographics. 
And we found that uh, uh, that's why we had a split quote. So we find that as they come through into the country, perhaps they're a little bit, uh, they're a little bit uh, more uh, involved in um, uh, uh, the politics of Modi. But then as they settle down here, there are issues which are more involved in the healthcare uh, policies. And uh, that was one of the... Sorry, General Dinaiz, you can hear I'm actually at the airport lounge. Right, it's okay. <laughs> about to take a flight out of Sydney. Uh, but um, uh, the Modi uh, part of politics is for the younger migrants who have to settle in and get more familiar. We find they do gravitate a little bit more to the Labour Party. Oh, well, that, that, that is intriguing because it, it, that varies in different groups, as you know. Um, uh, now, looking at some of the stories in your paper, it's raining money, I think one could say, for temples and community <laughs> centres in some yes. key seats. How yes. sought after is the Indian vote and where is it crucial? Oh, look, uh, one of the seats extremely crucial is the seat of Parramatta. The Labour Party holds it with just under 3% uh, uh, margin and the current member, Julie Evans, is just announced her retirement. And we have had Scott Morrison walk through Parramatta four times in the last two and a half weeks. And uh, that, we thought, is an extraordinary attention to one particular electorate compared to the fact that there's so many of them in, in, in Australia. And we've even had Josh Frydenberg, who went for a walkabout a few weeks ago. So we've had uh, the Liberal Party feeling quite confident that they would be able to wrest that seat away from Labour. But uh, yesterday, the Labour Party announced a $3.5 million upgrade to the Little India precinct. So yes, it's raining money. Yes, uh, uh, both parties feel that that's one electorate they can win over. And uh, there are other areas like Greenway and other places where the Indian vote can actually hold the balance of uh, of the voting intentions. Um, one interesting thing that I'd like to raise with you is whether there are many candidates of Indian background. Um, Tanvir Ahmed had a, an interesting piece in the Financial mm. Review yesterday showing how poor our representation of non-white, uh, particularly people from the subcontinent candidates are by comparison with, say, Canada and the UK. Um, and he, reflecting on why this might be so. Um, so can you, can you name people who are standing? Oh, we can. I'm from Greenway, we have Pradeep Party. Then we have Vivek Singha uh, from another part of Sydney. We have a couple of other candidates who are coming through Victoria. But what we need to take into mind is uh, uh, the Indian candidates, while they're very politically aware, they need to start working their way up from grassroots level. Uh, it's extremely important that they don't just find that they can uh, enter midstream and get into politics. They have to be passionate from uh, an earlier age to get more involved in politics, to understand the nuances of uh, the Australian politics. But what I'm very confident about, Geraldine, is that the next generation of Indian Australians will be doing it. We see a lot more of them involved at council levels. In fact, in the recent New South Wales council elections, 44 members of the Indian Australian community have become councillors. Is that right? So they're, so they're, sorry, 44 members. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Mm, that's quite a lot, and, isn't it? Uh, it is. It is from areas from Camden to Hornsby to Kurungai to so on. So they are passionate and now they're starting to take baby steps to find their way forward in uh, in politics. Um, 
uh, and the more who get involved, the more diversity we would see in 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 uh, in Canberra, which is going to be more reflective of multicultural Australia. But then the leadership also has to recognize the fact that uh, people of color need to come through in politics. Uh, to date, what normally happens is um, people of uh, in people of uh, in, in, Apologies. No, it's all right. It's all right. We can. You're not being called on just yet, are you? Uh, well, that was my flight. Oh, okay. Called. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> so uh, well, just, I, I just want to ask you very quickly. Um, I didn't quite realise until we were preparing this that India doesn't allow dual nationality. So it, people have to give up their Indian citizenship to become Australian citizens, don't they? Correct. Mm. Correct. Uh, India doesn't. So basically, the moment you get your Australian citizenship, you have to surrender Indian passport. Uh, and and then you're allowed to vote over here, and uh, uh, people are once once they feel comfortable about living in Australia, more and more people do take up the passport. Geraldine, before I go, uh, when we look at the issues of importance which people shared with us, uh, the cost of living pressures was number one, healthcare and education was two and three, which would be correct for migrants who come through to the country. Uh, come through to the country. Yes. Look, I think we're going to have to let you go. I can. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, I can apologies. feel your divided loyalties. <laughs> Thank you, no, Pawan. We'll check back with you because we're hoping to go out to Parramatta because uh, we'll be on air when the polls open on Saturday the 21st, and we're hoping to do that at Parramatta. We're just sort of trying to line things up oh, now. So, excited. so maybe we'll see you out there. Thank you very much indeed, Pawan. Thank you, and apologies for rushing. That's off. okay, Pawan Luthra, Thanks. who uh, is the very engaged publisher of Indian Link.